Welcome to the Uniquely His podcast. Come on in and sit down. Oh, but first, grab your coffee and your journal because we are going to discover our place in God. Together, we will explore what our lives are meant to be when we choose to let God define it and design it. Let's cozy on up to God and discover our lives that he destined for each unique one of us. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Uniquely His Podcast. I am just thrilled that all of you are here, and I am really excited about the topic that we're going to talk about today. It's one that is kind of a big one in my heart because I feel like it is something that many women struggle with, and men, but I think women even more so. And I just really have endeavored to get better understanding, to really place it before God and have him help me to find that place in him that he, he defines what is the true definition of our topic today. So you're probably wondering what it is. So today's topic I want to talk about is um, our self-image, women's image of themselves. I think all of us right now could say amen when I say that it is a trap of the enemy that so many women struggle with, and that is our image of ourselves, our self-image. You know, the world tries to define to us what that image should be. It tries to tell us what we should look like, what our life should look like, all of those kind of things. It also tries to uh, um, convince us that there's always this carrot out in front of us that we never catch. I mean, you've seen it in movies and cartoons and things of the carrot in front of the donkey. And the donkey just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and never reaches the carrot. But it's always that there in front of him. Well, I feel like that's what the self-image, appearances, what we're supposed to look like, that is what the world does to us. They're just always holding that out in front of us. And I don't know about you, but it changes. And it's always a seeking of perfection, which is never attainable. I know that there are women out there who in our way of looking at them would say, wow, they're beautiful. They're perfect. They're the right size. They're the right whatever. But if you talk to that woman, she will tell you all the things that are wrong with her still. Very rarely do you meet a woman who is completely satisfied with her looks, with her abilities, with who she is. And so that's something that I am really want to start talking about. And I'm not going to get it all covered in this podcast, but I just want to get it started. I am endeavoring to do a series of these podcasts that addresses this. I want to um, draw in some other readings. I'm reading actually one book I'm going to refer to in this episode is called Transforming Your Self-Image. And it's by uh, a woman named Vicki Burke. In fact, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you something kind of cool. So anyway, I just started 
I want to find that scripturally based, biblical based, God fueled self image that we are supposed to have about ourselves, that God has an image that he had in his heart and mind the day we were created. And it's what each one of us is supposed to be, do, look like, whatever. And one of the things that I really know about God is as I've endeavored to wrestle with this topic and I've wrestled with it, I hate to say this, but for years is that, you know, you never feel like you're the right size, you're the right success level, all of those kind of things. And so I've always felt like it was challenged within me. Like I always felt like I wasn't quite up to par or didn't fit the mold. Like I'm only five foot three but I am not a tiny five foot three. I'm not petite. I'm not small boned. I'm not this little tiny thing. So I always felt like the moose along the other five foot three. <laughs> so all of those things think every woman has her story of where she has felt less than. Well, something that I really have a heart for is I want to equip women to stop this battle and to become good with themselves because I feel like it's such a waste of time. It's a, it's ground for the enemy to steal from us. It's ground for the enemy to lie to us. And it's just a place where we spend so much energy addressing it that we miss out on all the other things that we are gifted in, talented in, um, in areas that we're called to, places that we can really influence for God. We get so caught up in wanting to have the right self-image, the right look that we never get to the place of who we are inside. And so some of the things that I want to bring out today is, first of all, we, the biggest revelation is this, is that we have, we were created by God. We were intentionally created by God. We were intentionally designed by God, that how we're built, what color our hair is, our eyes, what kind of skin we have, all those kind of things were intentionally, they were intentionally designed by God that we were not ever, 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 ever to be comparing ourselves with someone else, that we weren't meant to compare with each other. We weren't meant to um, compare ourselves with the girl in the desk next to us, right? In school, in sports, and all those different things. So that is what I want to talk about first, is that is to, is to embrace the uniqueness of ourselves. You know, this podcast is called Uniquely His, and we are uniquely His, and we are uniquely made. We are individually made. You know, some of the things that are unique to each one of us is what God did on purpose. Now, are there things that we can affect and we can change on our bodies? Yes, of course. I mean, all of us know the things that we wish we wouldn't have ate because they showed up on our hips or, you know, all those kind of things. And I get that. You know, we want to endeavor to be our healthiest, our strongest, and, and, and take care of the body we have. So I totally agree with that, but I don't think we should be motivated by if I take care of my body, I'll look right because that 
definitely opens up a whole can of worms of, again, pursuing that carrot that you never reach. Because if you've ever talked to women, they're never thin enough. They're never in, in good enough shape. There's always something that they wish was better. So I want us to lay aside that. And I want us to pick up what God intended when he created us and how we look. You know, in this book that I um, have read by Vicki Burke, one of the things that she has in here, a quote that I really liked, is that, um, is that she's talking about how we have to decide what voice or how we see ourselves. And in here, she says, the daily challenge you and I face is to train ourselves to think from God's perspective, not man's. God sees us in the light of the finished work of Jesus and not based on our achievement or our outward appearance. See, one of our big challenges is to decide to look at ourselves through the eyes of God because when he looks at us, he sees us in the fullness of what he's always intended us to be. He likes how we look. He likes how he made us, all of those kind of things. Now, if there are things we need to do to improve our health, to improve our ability to live life, that's a whole different story. But if we're always trying to change ourselves because we don't think we look good enough, that is where we will fall into the trap of the enemy. And it says, also, she says in this book, which I really like, she says, do you realize that you can actually stand in God's way when you look at things from your own limited perspective? She says, you certainly don't want to be responsible for hindering God's plan, do you? No, you want to cooperate with him in every way possible. See, she starts talking about how if we're going to step into the fullness of who God's meant us to be, if we're going to step into the fullness of having that intimate relationship with him, one of the things we need to do is decide to begin by seeing ourselves like he sees us. I'm telling you that as we begin to look at ourselves through the eyes of God, we will start to see that our outside appearance really is the least important instead of the most important. You know, the world will tell us it's the most important, but God sees it as the least important in who we are meant to be. It's like our appearance is definitely the unique body we were given. We were given a unique, one-of-a-kind look. And that God did on purpose. And he likes you know, like he made me and I am five foot three and I am, I have blue eyes and I don't know what color my hair hardly is anymore because I've colored it so much to get rid of the gray. But I do believe back in the day when I was still without gray hair, I had brown hair, but you know, it's like the thing about it is this, When we decide to start looking at even our physical bodies through the eyes of God, we can start to see the the strengths of our body rather than the downfalls of our body. You know, like for me, I can look at my body and, you know, I have strong, stout legs. I do not have 
beautiful, shapely, long legs. I have stout, stocky legs. Now, that's okay. Because you know what? My body was built to to do what I do on this earth. I have um, a pretty naturally strong body. I have a, you know, so I, but at first it was really hard for me to see myself as, I always saw myself as too muscly, too stocky. I want to be that tiny petite five foot three. I don't want to be that short, stocky five foot three. And so, but then pretty soon, because I got tired of always feeling like the body I was in was never the right picture. I got tired of chasing that carrot because it's exhausting. I know many of you can, can agree with me on that. So I started to say, okay, I, I don't want to, I want to find out who I'm going to stop the whole crazy train of following that carrot. And I am going to sit down with God and I'm going to say, okay, why'd you make me why? Why did you make me like I am? Why did you build me like I'm built? And, and then it started there. And then it grows into, okay, my personality, uh, the things I like, what you've called me to be, where you want me to be. You know, all of those things, it's, it's, a, it's a really exciting place to be when you actually sit down with God and say, okay, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And now show me what that is. What, what is that unique me that you've intended me to be? And so that was some of the things that I've endeavored to get solid in myself so that I can help other women get off the crazy train of chasing that carrot. Because I'm telling you, that's ridiculous. Now, I am not anti makeup and hair and clothes and fashion and beauty. And of course, I love all that stuff. I do. I enjoy all of that. And I think it's all been put in us to, to like to have all of that, to, to be beautiful, but to be our best beautiful rather than trying to be someone else's beautiful because someone else is beautiful. We just don't fit in it. You know, it's like, it's like one day I was looking at, you know, I don't know if all y'all do Pinterest, but I really like Pinterest and I can see, I started looking at some things that I had pinned of clothes I liked. And pretty soon I started looking at them and I thought, why do I have those clothes pinned? Because this body cannot wear those clothes. Now it used to be, if I had said that conversation in my head, then I would instantly criticize my body rather than realizing those clothes are not made for my body. So it's just learning to not always assume it's a shortcoming of you that that carrot can't be attained, but it's that the carrot's stupid. (laughs) The carrot is stupid. Why in the world will we chase something that is only built for, for a individual, right? So... That was, this is, that's a journey that I have been on for quite a long time, but it's become big in my heart again. It's like, I, I really, truly want to really give God the chance to show us and to show me who and what and why he made us like we each are unique to ourselves. 
And so some of the other things that Vicki Burke talks about in this little, this book is that, um, she starts to refer to the story of the Israelites and how, um, when Moses, if you remember in numbers, Moses leads the Israelites out of Egypt. They are no longer slaves. They are free. They are free and that God is leading them into the promised land. Okay. The land that he promised them. Well, when they get to there, there, an interesting thing happens is, you know, here they're at the outskirts of the promised land. God has Moses send in 12 spies. The 12 spies go in to, to check out where they're supposed to go, to check out the promised land. Well, when they see, just like anything that we, our dreams and goals and vision and things like that, the place that we want to be doesn't just easily happen, right? That you wish you could just pin it on your your dreams and goal board or write it down and it just happens the next morning. But it doesn't go like that. There's a process and a journey and there's battles and there's things you have to change and there's all sorts of things. Well, that's kind of what these Israelites realize. The 12 spies go into the promised land and they see that there are um, giants there. There are a certain nationality of people, a tribe of people that are huge. And so all of a sudden they see the, the challenges in front of them, just like when we've endeavored to, let's say, lay down our self-image to become our best you. Some of our things we have to lay down is that preconceived idea of what we're supposed to look like that carrot in front of us. We have to be willing to lay it down. We have to be willing to pick up a better conversation in our head about ourselves. And so, but we could just go, you know what? I can never look like that. I'm not, I can't attain that. I'm not going to be that. It's too big. It's too hard. It's too big of a giant. There's no way. How could me, how could I be anything? See that whole conversation. Well, these Israelites, the 12 spies come back 10 of them say, there's no way we can do it. Yes, the land is phenomenal. Yes, that dream or goal is, is great that I want to attain. Or yes, that promise is so phenomenal, but it's too hard. I can't do it. <laughs> and that's what these 10 spies did. They, um, they, they came back and they said, oh no, 10 of them said, no, there's no way. And in fact, in Numbers 13, 33, Vicki, uh, Burke quotes in her book, she says, we became like grasshoppers in our own, in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. See, that's part of it. It's that our internal image, our internal thought process, like we see it, see those, those spies saw themselves as grasshoppers. They didn't go ask the giants, Hey, do you think we look like a grasshopper? <laughs> no. They'd already decided in themselves or they see us. We're just nothing They're They don't see us any, you know, they assumed so much. And that's what we can do that when we're looking at that self image, when we're looking at what that looks like out there, sometimes what happens is we assume how other people view us. Like we assume, oh, they probably think I'm too stocky for a five foot three or 
that you, you see what I'm saying, like the conversations in my head, you know, the things that we can tell ourselves. And so then what happens is because we've got the wrong conversation in our head, because we've not let God tell us what he sees us and thinks of us, then we assume everyone around us thinks that of us and it paralyzes us. It, it convinces us it's not worth the fight, right? And so in this, um, that your thoughts, sorry, I had to pause for a moment there because I was trying to, to, uh, kind of sort out what I want to say here. Um, it, it, it's, it's kind of like this when, when these 10 spies came back and they gave their report, it says that they, they, it was, it was their thinking, not the will of God that determined their destiny. In other words, it was their thinking that determined, oh, we can't go in the promised land. And do you know that that journey from Egypt to the promised land should have only taken them 11 days, but it took them 40 years. Yes, I said years because of how they thought, right? It was, and, and in this book, Vicki Burke says it was Israel's thinking, not the will of God that determined their destiny. God said, I'm giving you the promised land. That could have been their destiny, but because they were not agreeing with that thinking, then it literally robbed them of the promise of God because they chose to believe the wrong report. They, they completely decided I'm going to believe what the world, the world says that I'm too stocky for five foot three. So I fall short. The world says that I'm supposed to be a size, whatever the world says that you should look like this. The world says you should have success like this. The world says, oh, you don't have enough likes. You don't have enough friends. You don't have enough whatever. <laughs> In other words, if we choose to believe that over what God says about us, we set ourselves up to be robbed by the enemy and to be convinced that we are of no value, that our self-image is always falling short, that we never have attained what that carrot says out in front of us, right? And so today I just want to really encourage you as the first part of this um, series of episodes on who are, what our self-image should be, what, how we should see ourselves as women. And today I just want to challenge us is that take the time to really sit down with God and begin to let him uh, uproot the things and the conversations that you have in your mind of everywhere you fall short, everywhere you don't think you are good enough, live up to, you know, you could have been told by people, there could be conversations that are valid because someone said it to you. You know, all of us have all those mental conversations, whether they've been fed by outside sources or internal sources, there still is these conversations that are undermining who God made us, that he intentionally made us and how we are, what we look like what our personalities are like, um, 
what our lives, our loves are, our passions are, our things. See, God intentionally made all of those things. And, but it's only when we determine to sit down with him and to spend time with him and to read the word and find out that he intentionally made each one of us. It's only when we decide to do that, that we get to start uprooting the things that have always been lies to us and then planting the things that are our purpose from God to grow us into, into those people where we really like ourselves, where we, we really appreciate who God made us to be. And we get to continually discover the fullness of it. It's like you will throughout life, if when you in, decide to let God reveal you, it's an ongoing process as we grow, as we mature, as we age as we become different people in different seasons we discover things about ourselves we didn't even know we could do but all of that can be completely stolen if we don't let God be the source of the information that's what we have to decide and purpose to do so that's what I want to challenge you today in this episode today I want to challenge you to let God be the source of your information of who you are, what you were meant to be, and how you were created from a very unique and intentional place. And so before I wrap this up, the other thing I wanted to tell you is this. So this book called Transforming Your Self-Image by Vicki Burke, I want to give Anyone who contacts me by my email, uhladies at gmail.com, I'm going to send you one of these books for free. It's just a small book, but it's really got some really rich things in it to get you on the track of discovering where you have fallen for the lies of the enemy and who you are and how you can start this whole process of letting God be the source of the information rather than letting the enemy be the source of the information. So I want to give you this book as a gift. I'm just excited and I want to start imparting information into you so that you can discover who you were meant to be, just like I'm discovering who I'm meant to be. So again, contact me, send me uh, an, an email saying, that you would like the book that I'm offering and tell me what you liked about the episodes just because I like to hear that and what you would love to hear. But also I will send you this book. So when you email, make sure you give me your mailing address and I will send you a free one of these books, Transforming Your, your Self-Image by Vicki Burke. It's really good and I think it's a really awesome way to just begin the process of letting God be the source of the information of who we are meant to be. And that as women, how we can celebrate our own beauty and celebrate our own heart desires of who we want to be. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so excited to just continue to grow this. I've got more sources I'm bringing in and it's just going to be really fun. So again, thank you for listening. It blesses me every single person that gets to hear this message because I know that God wants to change all of our lives. So until next time, have a blessed, blessed day. 
here I am recording another shorty but a goodie. I think that's what I'm going to call them. So when you look at my podcasts, when you see those, they're just these moments that I take when I'm driving along usually or throughout the doings of my day where I realize how I incorporate my life around God. That God is in the middle of everything I do every day and oftentimes I realize how much I listen to him in my everyday doings. Like right now, I'm headed into town and I realize there's something I want to make sure I do and I didn't have my day planner right there and I you know I know a lot of you you know use your phone and not anti any of that, but I oftentimes find myself saying Holy Spirit, remind me to do that. It's like, it's it's the way that I incorporate God in the middle of my day. That He has full permission to interrupt what I'm doing. He has full permission to not only interrupt, but that I look to Him, I draw on Him to help me do my day well. That there's things that I want to remember, or there's things that... I want to make sure that I'm doing according to the leading of God. I want to know that He's leading my day for two reasons. One, that's my way of also developing an intimate relationship with Him. You know, any any person that you have a close relationship with, oftentimes you communicate with them daily. At the very least, two to three times a week. It's someone that you have a relationship with that you want to communicate with them. And that's how God is. That if we want that relationship with him, then daily communication throughout the day develops that relationship. And so in our daily routines, in our daily lists of things to do, in our, at our jobs, you know, God wants to lead us not only because that's what gives us that that really awesome relationship with him, but it also is a guarantee that our we're going to choose what's going to bring the best success to that day. You know, there's things I do that I've done for years, but I have come to that place in my life where I realize Don't ever do even the mundane, everything, everyday type of things you do. Don't do even those things. Let God in the middle of it. You know, like when I drive to town, some of you have already heard this, but when I'm driving into town, a lot of times I will ask God, which way should I go to get to the store? Or which, which route would be the best? And I listen to him and see, because here's what I believe. That whatever route I feel he's led me to do, not only will be the best route, but could, in that it may avoid a car accident. It may avoid just being stalled on the railroad tracks. It may avoid, and it might not look like the best way to go, but when you let God, even if it looks out of the norm, it means that he's leading you the way that's going to give you the best success. Or just this happened to me yesterday. I was driving home from riding my horses at an arena and it was funny because there's, you come to this place where you can go one of two ways to get back to my house. And normally I go this one way and all of a sudden my, my attention was to the other way also. And I was like, God, do you want me to go that way instead of my usual way? 
And I think at that moment, because, and all of a sudden in my head, I said, you know, because the way I usually go, the deer cross the road to get to uh, alfalfa field they like to graze in. And I always know, and that's what came in my head, honestly, was, you know, the only thing about going the way I usually do is I really have to look out for deer because it was dark by now. And I thought, I always have to look out for deer that they're not crossing. And that just came in my head, but I felt like it was okay still, and I know now why, to just go my usual way. So I went ahead and went my usual way. and never felt like I was doing the wrong thing. But what it did do is it perked that in my, in my head about the deer wanting to cross that road, right? So I'm going along and I'm, you know, kind of thinking about different things and on my way home and, and talking with God and, and just kind of thinking about what I need to do. You know, I was a little distracted. All of a sudden, as I'm going along, I look and there are deer on the road, right to my right, right along the fence. Now they didn't cross, but it was all of a sudden, it was just this moment when God showed me, he said, see, that was me talking to you. That was me, because I'd already kind of had it perked in my subconscious, for a better way of saying it, of, oh yeah, that's right, deer like to cross this road. And then he just showed me right there where I believe because maybe he was telling me to go the other way, but that was his way of showing me that I'm still looking out for you, that your heart to want to hear me is where I'm going to show you mercy and those deer didn't, they could have crossed the road because I was a little distracted. It wouldn't have been good. So I just wanted to take these few little minutes and just tell you that let God be in the middle of your day, not only because it's the way to the best success of your day, but it's also the way to develop a tighter relationship with him. Because what happens is not only do you develop the communication, you realize how much God is already in your day and you don't even realize it. Like when you go the way that you usually do and realize, oh yeah, deer do want to cross the road. So anyway, I hope this just is a cool reminder for you or something just to get stirring in your head to develop again that unique place for you with God. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day.